Momentum Volleyball is the online Canadian hub for volleyball storytelling, reporting, and event coverage, allowing content creators to connect with fans, coaches, and players. Momentum is the hub for athletes, coaches, and fans to find free and paid volleyball content. And we are proud to be the voice of Canadian volleyball around the world. Head to MomentumVolleyball.ca to subscribe for free and get access to exclusive content and all your Canadian volleyball updates. So here at Sharp Cuts, we like to think we're big into self-improvement, improving things from week to week, trying to get better every single time. And Josh, this weekend, last week, we totally blew it and took a huge step back. We need to apologize to our viewers. Are you absolutely kidding me? Audio's late, video quality's garbage. I'm wearing a crazy bucket hat. The content is just going downhill, Josh. And I feel like we both need to give a serious apology. I think the low for me last episode was I asked Jasper who number 10 was in the photo and it was Jasper. That's how little research I did. I didn't even know like what number he was in some of the team. picks. Yeah. So I will admit now I did forget his last name as we were talking. Like that's the quality bar that we've now reset and it's terrible on this show. So, you know, our new our two new guests for today are getting sort of that vibe as we uh, get started here into Sharp Cuts. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to Sharp Cuts. We apologize again for last week. We're trying to raise the bar here this week, so hopefully we've delivered. we got two excellent guests this week from the University of Saskatchewan, Dylan Mortison and Matthew Primrose. Welcome to the show, my boys. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. It's great to be here. Yeah, really nice. Um, thanks for not pointing out the bucket hat immediately. Much appreciated. Um, again, take a huge step back. I think it's all part of this. So, Josh, I have no idea where we're getting started today. I really shouldn't have apologized before the show because maybe the show is going to be garbage and we need to do another apology again. Are we starting somewhere or we just got to figure it out? Well, let's just type it up here, Garrett. Uh, Jasper last episode challenged us to start promoting like our leagues more and talking about like we had to pick a player of the week, a game of the week. My player of the week didn't quite work out, but uh, I, I did <laughs> myself by getting by getting Dylan on the show because Garrett, fun fact, 29 kills on Friday night. That was a Garrett May like game in a 3-2 win over Brandon. And I believe, uh, Sask, are you guys now tied for first? Uh, and, and Matt, like great resume himself, a good guy from Alberta. He's won AC and it's at now. So, Garrett, I feel like we're representing more of the country because I don't know if we've had a SAS guest on. So, Dylan, thank you so much for doing this. And it's always great to have an Alberta guy on the show, too. So, I feel just the company we have, Garrett, is an amazing start. But I would like to hear from these guys how the league's going because we, we got a first place club here, Garrett. Yeah. So, a couple wins on the weekend. We put us into, uh, into first. We're five and five. But then Winnipeg is five and three. So, Technically, I mean, they've got a better... Hold on, you're win. in first at five and five? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got a tight tight conference, the, the Eastern-Western Conference. <laughs> what? Like five and five is good enough for first place? Josh, yeah. when you hype these guys up, I was like, oh, they're from a top-tier club. We, we're, we're 500 boys. Yeah. 500 yeah. first. Yeah, I, uh, you, you go ahead, Matt. If you have to well, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, a tough, it's a tough conference this year. There's a lot of good competition. I don't know. It's a, it, we're in the Prairie Conference, right? With COVID, it's kind of messing everything up. So instead of uh, right. us traveling across Western Canada, we're only staying staying in the prairies a little bit. So uh, that's different than other years, right? We've never really experienced anything like this before. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're still battling away. So it's better than better than 0-10, right? Well, good like how much game planning are, are you guys doing? Because you've played Brandon and it seems like you've gone to five, I think every match, but one, and that match went to four. So is there even a game plan or coaches just like guys figure it out already? Like we played well, we guys know like coach is saying that though. We'll get to that. We know that's what coach is saying. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, guys we go- 20 sets already, Dylan, they know you're getting the ball. Just put it away. <laughs> yeah. Playing 30 sets. We, yeah. We, I mean, game planned. We, we definitely game plan it. Uh, every weekend but it probably dips a bit um you know, on an individual basis i mean we basically guys are uh they got the their logo in the uh, away team room so uh yeah we're playing them lots and uh getting tendencies i guess you could see but obviously not game plan enough if we're going to five every game so well i can tell immediately josh that these two guys have gone to the sean mckay school of diplomacy here and you know we don't appreciate that kind of garbage here on the show so cut the crap boys let's get down to brass tacks here okay we don't need this mckay style yeah tell them how it you know just be nice and sell it no let's get really down to it i guarantee is sean mckay your coach in there i listen for background for the audience 
their head coach, University of Saskatchewan, was my setter for four years when we played together at Western. So there's a bit of history here. So I know maybe some inside stuff going on there. There's absolutely no intelligent breakdown of video going on, is there? Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Sean's a good guy, man. Um, I, t- before, we, before we go on to this, I actually saw a video with you, Garrett. On a, was it called The Purple Couch back at Western? Is that oh, it? my gosh, yeah. Yeah, man, that was, a, that was a wild interview that you guys had. And Sean was on it, too. So, I mean, yeah, you guys go way back. Um, but, yeah, no, Sean's a great guy. Um, like, a very, very he's, – he's quite young to be, you know, a, un- a university coach and, and, and lead the charge. But I think that's kind of what Sask needed. And uh, he's, doing, he's doing quite well. It's nothing but – politically correct answers on the on the Saskatchewan front from us <laughs> yeah what yeah. the heck like is he telling you guys hey if you're doing any media you got to give him the cookie cutter answer you got to say i'm a nice guy and don't give them any dirt on me at all that's that's is that conversation has to be had very yeah. much so yes indeed oh <laughs> i will break you guys by okay, the end okay. of this episode i have to i have I to feel like i will probably not <laughs> that's the goal i gotta break you guys by the end all right yeah yeah He's got three years of training in, in us now, so we'll see. <laughs> I was going to say, Garrett, we asked Jasper if there's anything Canadians do odd because he's American, but I got to know going the other way. Is there anything Sean did to annoy you guys? Because I understand that Ontario, we might think we're the center of the universe, but we're not as popular outside our own province as we might think, Garrett. So uh, I want to know if Sean was accepted with open arms into the SAS community right away. Yeah, I mean, there was some some lots of like lingo that we it took a while to pick up on, like, like really? most, ever like a word that we used at SASC. It was just bonus. Bolus, sorry. Like, yeah, that's on you though. Come on, get with the program. (laughs) Definitely an East thing. I don't know. (laughs) Well, you go down to California, they know what Bolus is too. Well, maybe a Western American thing too, but yeah. (laughs) The middle of the country missed out on Bolus. Yeah. Just like called burritos like Ritos and and stuff like that. I'm like, everyone's like, what the heck's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's calling burritos Ritos? That's a big show in there. Don't put that on Ontario. Yeah, don't not. That's a sad break thing, man. man. That's probably that ain't an Ontario thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. He he did a really good job. And like the assistant coaches are all like similar similar ages and like old players and stuff. So um, I think he got the hang of it pretty quick. He's been doing an awesome job. So. Oh, good for you guys. Happy to hear it. I mean, five and five, first place, like taking, <laughs> sorry, I can't get over oh, yeah. that. I, I feel like I'm, I'm being a total asshole right now. These guys have never it's met me. And I'm just it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Say, yeah, we've won four in a row too. So we started one and five. So <laughs> yeah, man, you guys four. stormed ahead to first place from a one and four start or a one and yeah. five start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this story, sure. this is a story in the making, Josh. We've got two guys who are going to go on to the national championship, I got to assume, right? So is it you guys and the Toba schools? Is that your conference? Like you play Brandon, Winnipeg, and Manitoba? Correct, and you yeah. have W, yeah. So there's four teams. Yeah. COVID, Garrett, it just made it so much more competitive because you play the same team every other weekend, it feels like. Yeah, and those have got to be battles. Like uh, my fiance is from winnipeg and we've been there a few times i played a beach tournament in winnipeg one time and it was a hostile environment for a rec tournament i was getting sure people were cheering against me so hey having to travel there and visit those teams that's your entire conference that is not easy yeah i mean you know the travel schedule alone i think is we had, we had the worst travel schedule i think of anybody in the country uh first semester right i mean we're basically traveling five to seven hours uh, every weekend, we only had one home match, uh, you know, one home weekend in the first semester. So it's incredibly tough. And then you got to go play, you know, in, in cities where they love their volleyball, right? I think like Brandon and Winnipeg, for sure. Like, uh, you know, it's almost like a volleyball community in a sense, especially especially Brandon, right? After the success they've had over the past couple of years. So, uh, yeah, it's an awesome environment to play in, but it sucks to get there. And so thankfully, we got some more home home weekends this uh, this semester. Hold on. You guys drive? You guys are we driving do. to every game? Oh, yeah. Every game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're driving seven hours to play a match? Yeah, like, it's about a nine-hour drive to Winnipeg. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, hey, I did that drive this summer when I moved out to Vancouver. So you call me an Ontario guy is false, Josh, by the way. But that is <laughs> that is a flat, boring drive yeah, it sucks. to Winnipeg. But to, uh, and then you got to play a game. Like, are you driving up Saturday morning and playing Saturday night? Well, we go up Thursday after classes, like in the afternoon, and then come back Saturday right after the game. 
Yeah, what I get home at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. sometimes. My God, a.m. you're traveling basically two days to play one game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is a terrible schedule. Yeah. Stuff on the athletes for sure. And then, like, well, everybody, coaching staff, bus drivers, you feel bad for everybody. We're stopping at Red. There's this one place we always stop at. It's Red Barn. <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, you know, load up on food and you're not eating for a couple hours. So, I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's a wild, you know, we're a tough team. Tough, tough, tough conference, but it's fun. That's insane, Gary. I know these bus riders got to be enough time to maybe watch uh, a CIS semifinal where maybe Coach McKay is pausing to be like, look at Matt called this timeout. Don't they know what's about to happen? Like the glory days of Garrett May taking over in a CIS semifinal. I think that matches must be on replay on these bus rides, Garrett. Well, I hope so. Like he's got to be showing you our matches. Like I assume, like what else is he showing you if not his own brilliance, right? <laughs> There's only so yeah. many movies you can watch, right? Like it has to be game tape, I think. Yeah, he he made it sure made us made us know that it was it was Western who beat out Trinity a couple couple years to get to the finals. So that, that's I mean that's really cool. Trinity's kind of the, the uh, big dog. Yeah, like I'm sure he's telling you, hey, you guys should have no problem with Trinity. I'm literally undefeated against Trinity. Like, come on, <laughs> didn't right. mention any Garrett, but he said uh, that Western did well. He didn't mention anybody named Garrett. No, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, the first time I ever heard of you was the, the Purple Chair uh, Purple Chair interview, which I found Are you myself, so. absolutely kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I am losing cool. my mind right now. I have to call your head coach and tell him, not even in passing, like a joke. <sighs> yeah, like I said, Purple Chair. What an absolute, <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> devastating <laughs> blow to my ego. I remember looking at Garrett. Garrett had like you play that volleyball game on YouTube, right? Like that's where I knew you, like you know, from from a while back. Nothing that Sean McKay ever did. I remember Wait, like, watching so play a volleyball to you, game on YouTube. To you, am I the guy who has that YouTube channel? Not yeah. a player, right? Okay, yeah. Then that, that's what I'm saying. That like, yeah. No, but is that is that what you know me from? That's what I know you from. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> Josh. I don't know whether to be excited. Or pissed off about that. <laughs> well, I'm I so see both sides, Garrett. Because in Edmonton, the kids, the kids would come up to me like, oh, you're the Yes Guy Gaming guy. But I would have thought with Coach McKay there, he'd be like, hey, Matt, back when we were at Western, like Garrett was taking half the court. You got to hold your finish on the platform a little bit. Or, or Dylan, in the gym, you're going to get the ball. But my Garrett, he would still like swing hard against the triple block. There's no urban legend going on about Garrett May. You're just the Yes Guy Gaming guy. Yeah, like, oh, maybe. maybe yeah, be, I'm be sorry, boys. <laughs> Did Sean just pissed that like I kept I yelled at him to set me all the time, and he's just like oh, I'm sick and tired of that guy. Well, that and no, like that's the thing though, Josh is nobody knows the former players from like five or six years ago. Like, or forget five or six years ago, ten years ago. Like, who cares? Like, yeah, those are old right. farts. Like, they're not doing it anymore that's that's kind of a sad thing about our league actually is like you <laughs> and i'll tell you guys this right now n- everything you do nobody's gonna care about in five years <laughs> way to turn it on them garrett <laughs> because i'm experiencing that moment right now so get ready it's coming oh that's funny i guess i heard you have a brother who played at u of a hey stop it don't even just, you're now so, reed's brother this is amazing <laughs> take that back absolute burying me right now i can't handle this josh who organized these guests to come on because this is a terrible idea this is fantastic for me so far this is great <laughs> yeah i guess in the can west nobody knew what was going on and if you don't know beach then sask has been, like the probably the littlest beach ever yeah yeah okay but that's the thing is do we even care about what's going on in volleyball like are do you guys follow volleyball do you like keep up on volleyball news do you do you even care i would say i would say individually we do but i think you're right that i don't know if there's enough i was actually having a conversation with with some of the guys on the team the other day like in north america for example i think we often watch like these massive sports or like the big sports right like nfl or like mlb hockey and, like, if our buddy was like, hey, could you throw a football, like, 40 yards, right? We, we watch that on TV and be like, oh, yeah, like, I can do that. Like, whatever. I'll grab a football. Even if I've never thrown a football before, I, I might be able to, like, throw a spiral, like, within 10 throws or something like that, right? But it seems like guys in our own sport, like, at the highest level in North America, is, you know, for, for 
university might not even watch like professional volleyball or know like who these who like the top individuals are even if in their own position right Which yeah i think you're both weird. proving that point by not knowing anything <laughs> about me and it's <laughs> it's prompting this line of questioning yeah 100 percent. that's probably fair <laughs> i'm not going to list out my accomplishments because that would be two things a dick move first of all right and second of all, would totally demonstrate to everybody how big of an ego I have, which I don't want to get into that. But it is a good point. Like, do we even know who the player of the year was in, you know, I don't know, 2015? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Brett Walsh, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Like, maybe if it was a guy who's on our current national team who happened to be on the Olympic roster. Yeah. Which just happened. <laughs> Right, like uh, yeah. disappointing, and you guys are in it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know anything about what's going on in the other conferences? Like, do you even care? Like the the Canada West conferences, or like OUA and Quebec? Both. I guess you probably care a little bit more about Can West because there's yeah. a little bit more connection there. But I, Ontario and the uh, Eastern provinces, you're probably not even on your radar. Yeah, I mean, like, we definitely follow Can West like pretty close, but then like. Like, I know a few dudes who play in the OUA, but other than that, like, it's like, doesn't matter. Like, yeah, and Canada West ends up winning nationals every year anyway, so matter too much. Yeah, most years they do. Now, would you agree with me that the level of the OUA is pretty garbage? Uh, <laughs> I think I, think I will break you guys. <laughs> I will break. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's some super good players and super good teams cut them out of it, but I feel like just because there's like what well I don't know how many teams are in the OUA. There's East and West, right? Or yeah, who cares? Yeah. Is my is my opinion on that. You got to spread out the talent probably a little more than the the Prairie Provinces do. So I'd say it's a probably weaker. So you would agree with me then? I would say so. What about you, Prairie? Yes, come to the dark side. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, like I have a bunch of friends that play OUA. And like there is awesome, like there's you know amazing competition out there, but I I would guess my perspective is a little bit skewed being from the from Canada West to say like oh like run the best conference and like you know I don't know being in that I think every day is something that you know we're we're very prideful of and if you look at that on past winners yeah like usually it is like teams from Canada West but I don't think that's to say I think you know I don't think that's to say that OUA is is by any means you know, bad or bad volleyball or anything like that. Right. I think Canada as a whole is a, is a, is a damn proud volleyball nation. Um, and, uh, we're succeeding at that. So yeah. That's what yeah. I mean, be. well said, but come on, <laughs> you know, you know, like, yeah, for sure. Canada go Canada, but come on. I mean, Josh, I know you don't agree with me at all. That's why I tried to get these guys on my side. And it seems like I got Dylan to kind of agree with me. I'm single-handedly trying to start this rivalry between the provinces <laughs> in the in the U Sport Leagues. <laughs> They're starting to sway a little bit, Garrett. I think by the end of the show, we can wear them out. One thing I just want to say is uh, Brett Walsh was the player of the year in 2015-16. Uh, Nick Del Bianco was the player in uh, 2014-15. But uh, in speaking of like legacy, Garrett, and just talking about that, I think it's funny, Like even before practice today uh, with the beach guys, we were talking about hockey players and what era and would Gretzky still be as good. Like that's a bunch of beach volleyball guys talking an educated hockey argument about like, oh, this guy's an Eddie era player. This guy, we like he could only do it at this time. We're like, you're right. When you said who's the player of the year in 2015, I had to like, I, I couldn't have guessed. I wouldn't have got Brett Walsh. But I am curious with the SAS guys on Garrett. I'm scrolling through player of the year. Mark Dodds, player of the year. Adam Enns, player of the year. Uh, I scroll back a little bit further. Who won it twice? Uh, Darcy Busey won it twice. So is there like a SAS legacy? Like when you guys walk down the hallway, are these awards being presented? Like are there like when you guys take a SAS? You have no idea who those people are. Yeah, like is there a legacy of what these guys have accomplished in your gym, in your team room? Yeah, I mean, there's we. I know who those guys are. I don't like I've been here for six years, like so I've heard probably a little more than that. Um, But as, there's definitely awards. Um, I think Darcy has like an award named after him, and like his son played on the team. Um, Adam Enns is like he's like pretty legendary. He's like apparently like the best player ever for the Huskies, which is pretty cool. And then and then Mark coaches the women's team, right? So everybody knows Mark. Really good. So the answer is yes. The University of Saskatchewan, they know themselves. They just don't know really anybody else. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, it, <laughs> it, but it, but I think in that sense, like, 
like I'm new, I'm from Alberta, right? Like I'm only three years into the program too. So, but like, I'm pretty prideful of being on SAS team. And so I think to that degree, like, I don't know if they should care about anybody else, right? Like they celebrate their own people, right? Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I mean, uh, that's good for you guys. And I respect yeah. that type of confidence. It's probably why you'll have some success. I mean, at Western, we knew we were sketchy at best. I mean, it was well known. And so any victory was was a sneak, like it was a lucky win. So, I mean, we had fully had that. But there is that kind of pride for your school that creeps in. And when you graduate, we'll have to maybe revisit when you graduate. Do you still feel that? Right. Like, you know, because for me, it's like, yeah, I mean, West, but do I, I don't know, like, it's four years of my life, like, nobody even remembers what I did there. Like, was it a, was it a big deal? I, I don't know. It's a tough thing to say. Good thing we have this show so we can promote your legacy for all time. Like, this show is all about selfish goals, Garrett. That's why we still run Yeah, this like, if, if, right? if they had said, yeah, no, I, I've heard of you, Garrett, because of sharp cuts, I would have been immediately like, I'm totally fine, totally redeemed. Who cares about anything I ever played? I mean, sharp cuts, let's go. Am I right? Now, now, Prim, I'm curious, because you're an Alberta guy who went to SASC, did you look at any OUA schools, any AUS schools, or was that just kind of viewed as second tier and that wasn't going to be good enough for you and your your university goals? Yeah, I don't think it was based on that. It was based on proximity to home, right? I'm from Lethbridge, Alberta, so I tried to stay within, you know, in the West just so I could, you know, drive seven hours, right, from SASC to Lethbridge if, I, if need be. I, I looked at it like that, and I looked at it also from, like, an educational standpoint. And I think there's a, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of great schools out in the OUA that like have a you know high academic rep- reputation. If that's what you're going there for, that's what you're going there for. And I think the last thing for me was the year that I transferred, we had a solid team, right? And and I was looking, I was looking to make some noise and hopefully you know start my career in uh, in new sports with the with a bang and play with a bunch of guys like Morty, right? Um, we, we have a joke in our team that he gets praised too much, but it is deserved praise. I think uh, you know he's a hell of a player and he you just Look back on last week, and he performed uh, incredibly well. I want to play. Started that joke with uh, (laughs) the. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you know, Morty. There was there was a game last year or two years ago where, um, you know, Morty did okay. Like I didn't think he did like uh, you know insanely well during the game. I thought like the passing line held it down, like whatever, whatever. And our coaching staff went in there. I was like, you know what, Morty. Great job. Anything you have to say? Uh, other assistant coach, yeah, Morty did a great job. Anything you guys have to say? Yeah, Morty did a great job, right? So, uh, you know, a little, a little jealousy creeping in there for a moment, but I wanted to play with guys like that, right? The guys that are elite, and, and Morty's definitely elite. Well, isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some, some very kind words, <laughs> Matt. Uh, yeah, thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, no I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess... I, I was in like a weird position where like I was in my second year, I was like one of the older guys on the squad already for whatever, like turnover rate. So I don't, yeah, I guess like kind of had a leadership role as coming in as a young guy and I got a lot of volume from, from CJ in the early. So okay, well, we're expecting you now to be on the national team carrying Canada to an Olympic gold medal. Like we absolutely need that to happen now because we've had this show. So absolutely, looking yeah. forward to that. We are going to be talking about in a little bit, our players of the week. Um, we're trying to add some segments here. We we're, we're taking advice when we get week to week, Josh, last week, Jasper gave us the advice. Hey, you should try to praise the players. So we're going to do players of the week. Did we, did we have another segment we were doing? There was a lot of ideas thrown around, Garrett. To be honest, we couldn't even afford like a T-shirt that if we wanted to give Dylan a T-shirt and really like get his teammates to razz him because he's now the star of Sharp Cuts. We, it's not on the budget, but I think yeah, we talked about game of the week, you know, villain. The, right. like, we got game it like, OK, yeah. villains, player of the week. We're going to do some of that. We'll see what we get to and what we can remember. But when <laughs> when we get there, we better not now all pick Dylan as player of the week. <laughs> Thank you. That's would, what we've been saying. Yeah, like that would Dylan, you That's did a great cool. job. And then when we debrief the show after this, we all cannot go, hey Dylan, I thought you did a really great job on the show. <laughs> yeah. Like that that can't yeah, happen. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's about Gotta time. Cut that out real quick. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I've successfully warned you guys for what's coming, um, let's get into our players of the week this week. In, in an effort to kind of call out people in the community and A, celebrate some achievements, but B, draw some attention from the community to what we're talking about here and let them know, hey, we're watching. You're not just out there by yourself. So I'm going to throw it to Josh. 
um, to start us off because I hope he's prepared and I'll give you two guys a little time to think about it. Well, well Garrett, I, I'm in a pretty good mood about like trying to get the Sask listeners really perking up because I'm sure our one lister there is really, you better not really say fired Dylan up now, though, because of that. You're, you're like building to say Dylan. No, but uh, did you know that their women's team is also in first place? And Garrett, they're actually, uh, I think they're seven and one right now. So I think that might be, that's a real first place record yeah, right they there. They got a little, they got a little bit of So sure. I, I think uh, Emily Kaczynski uh, had, a, had a great weekend, Garrett. So I'm going to go with Emily as my player of the week because first place club, you know, we got some SAS guests on the show, but we got to give the women's program some love too. Seven and one. That's awesome. Yeah, it's way better than five and five, like way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this girl's been rolling for sure. Did she have a nice stat line or something, Josh? Or did you just pull this one out of nowhere? Uh, I'm clicking through. She had 16 points uh, in the first match. I think they swept them 3 nothing, And then, uh, yeah, these back-to-back Canada West games, Gary, you're never going to get used to it, especially when you play the same team every other weekend. It's just a battle. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you can... Uh, and she had 14 the second night. Like, that's wow. that's 30 kills in two, in two matches and six sets. Those are Garrett May-like numbers if people they, remembered your <laughs> legacy. It is Garrett May-like numbers, but nobody remembers, Josh. If you can average five points a set for the entire season, you're probably going to lead the league in something. Um, and I know from experience, but these guys don't know anything about that. Um, two aces, three blocks, got an assist somehow. I think that's a scorekeeper error, maybe. Or maybe she's a good secondary setter, Garrett. I know six <laughs> digs. What a stat line. I'm just reading the stat line. That's for sure. Confirmed. Emily. Bam. Well, congrats, Emily. Hit us up on whatever platform of choice. We know you won't, though. Uh, okay, so let's go over to Dylan to see really what this star of the USAS game can deliver in terms of player of the week. You got anything for us, Dylan, or are you still not ready? Please say yourself. Please say yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I would have said I, myself. What are you doing? <laughs> can I say someone else on my team? Uh, maybe it depends. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't I, be mad. I could say like our setter Jake Jake Rappin. He had like ninety nine assists this weekend, I think, which is which is pretty sweet. Um, didn't get a hundred yeah. though. Okay? No, I didn't get a hundred, so I let him know about that. But he he was he was lighting it up this weekend, and uh, especially when we had a we had a weird uh, weird week with practices and stuff, and guys being out for COVID, so he really stepped up and and uh, was chucking the ball really well to me. So, <laughs> you know what? If you weren't gonna say yourself. The next best answer is to say your setter because you're going to clip this and send it to him and he's going to start dishing you the butter way more now Absolutely. just because yeah. you said that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 99 sets is a pretty sweet stat line as well. Um, I mean, again, couldn't get 100 though. So like, you know, room for improvement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congrats. Thanks, Dylan. And over to Matt. Do you, are you ready to go? And you, I mean, you could say Dylan now, but probably shouldn't. Okay, I won't. Uh, he's gonna be another guy from my team, though. So, oh, this is brutal, you guys. No, I Sean McKay School of Diplomacy. People, what can I say? I don't support nobody else. Okay, so, if you guys want to watch something cool, oh, yeah, I, I would go to the say. Saturday game that we played Brandon and I would watch, I believe it was in the fourth set, um, where Levi Olsen went. Where did you remember the score at that? Point? Yeah, it was it was 6 4, and then he it ended at 17 4. Serving what? Yes. Yeah. Indeed, he's the uh, definitely one of the strongest in my life. They, yeah, I think Brandon made three subs to try to stop it and two timeouts and couldn't. So it's probably one of the cooler things in volleyball that I think uh, should be should be checked out. So I think he ended the night with, uh, if I'm looking at his stat line here, it's 13 kills and uh, six service aces. So and that all happened like the service aces all came in that fourth set. So if you guys want to check that out? I would go check that out. It's pretty cool. Oh. cool. Well done. Congrats on that service run. Now, how the heck do we watch that? I think we got to borrow a Volumetrics password Volumetrics or something. Area. Yeah. Like, how do we get that? Because or Canada West TV is a pay subscription, right? It is, yeah. See, Garrett, we can't even be fans Are of these guys because I can't get off my wallet. worth your money? <laughs> they think that type of volleyball is worth... How much is it? <laughs> uh, I have no idea how much it is. 50 bucks? 50 bucks a month? No, we can, I think we can it's link just... up after. I'll give you the volumetrics password. We can link up after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Josh, if we get on the volley, volumetrics from these guys, we're going to be doing all sorts of analysis. Absolutely <laughs> not. I'll be praying for another snow day from work just so I could sit yeah. home and watch all these games. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, really? Well, I'm no, I need that chunk. I need yeah, people to send me the chunk and then I'll go back and watch it. I don't want to watch like 10 sets versus Brandon for like one amazing moment. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I would have been love, loving to commentate that that part of the game. 
Yeah. Like I would have been all over that. That's awesome. Well, I think a pretty good one, Matt. Well done. So I have um, I have two players of the week. Um, I'm breaking the rules again already. Last week, my player of the week was the government of Ontario for shutting down that league. Uh, I, stand, I stand by that. I stand by that. Um, so this week, I'm going off the board a little bit as well. Um, but these are actual people. Um, so first, my first player of the week is Antoine Brizard. Um, now, bonus points to you guys if you can tell me who that is. No. This is a huge problem with our sport right now. So he literally just got named the best player in the world of 2021. Best Absolutely. player. Volleyball world named him. Oh, yeah. That's the best star. player, right? That's pretty good volleyball world. Yeah. He's Never the setter for I, the French team. I did, I did see that. I don't. I didn't recognize his name, but... Well, right. Like, this is a problem. I didn't know who he was. I also took a peek and saw, though, that he does have four teammates in the top 12. So that kind of made me go, well, is it you or is it your team who's carrying you to that number one spot, bud? But, I mean, how will we know? I don't know. On the women's side, it is Kim Yon kum from Korea, who is the number one player of 2021 in the world. So, I mean, congrats to both of them. They probably don't need to hear it from me. But I figured if we're celebrating excellence, we, we should go to the top at least one time, right? Yeah, for sure. Josh, we didn't know who those people were, though. Yeah, and, and I'm on a volleyball show, and I, I didn't know that, Gary. And they won the Olympics. Like, if anybody deserves to have their name known, it's it's the France setter. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, congrats to them. We should, we should make some sort of trophy or something and send to them. But as we said last week, it is definitely not in the budget. So we can't, we can't spin that whatsoever. I think okay. overkill bucket hats for all our players of the week would be a big hit. Now, again, don't have the budget. We only have the budget for one old and stained one. And uh, we don't even have the budget to ship that. So, um, yeah, we'll just leave that. We'll just let that one hang. Segway. You can do payment on delivery, though, I think. You can, we, can. <laughs> we can. Well, I mean, if somebody wants to pay for this overkill hat, you're going to have to ask my mom, though, because she's pretty <laughs> partial to it. Um, segwaying. Because I was on volleyball websites trying to do research for this volleyball show. See, apology at the beginning of the show for lower quality of episodes. I'm trying to improve. And I realized that all of the admin, like the Volleyball Federation's websites, are complete trash. And I was wondering if we could try to figure out why that is. I go on Volleyball Canada. There's really nothing on there. There's like a few articles here and there. There's not a lot of news going on, not a lot of interest stuff. Even USA Volleyball, their site is pretty weak. They have a lot of information here, but they have a few more articles. But still, like the breadth of stuff you can check out is very low. Um, and I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Like if you're looking for volleyball stuff, where the heck do you go? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. The Volleyball Canada one is is, is bad to like – I haven't checked out on, on most other ones, but like, like you said, there's just, just a big lack of info and like not a lot of like interactiveness with, with the users. Um, it should, you could, like, you could just be like, I don't know, like just like more links to articles about players or something like that, just to, just to learn more and like easy access to stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, like, don't we have, uh, as again, like we said last week, we're definitely looking for unpaid interns. So if you're an intern, you're looking for an internship. We are accepting. Again, no budget. Um, but at least get something like that because I know they have collaborations with schools and stuff like that. But like, oh, man. I mean, look at the Volleyball Saskatchewan website. Again, not great, though. Yeah. Not really a lot going on here. Yeah, there's, you know, like, why why are these websites so garbage? Like, do do is it not important? Like, where do we find this stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I think like on a serious note, it probably is not yet to that point in, I guess, national interest, maybe in the sense that, um, you know, obviously like we, we, us four have, you know, incredible passion for the sport ourselves. And, you know, when we were players, it was something that was part of our daily lives. Um, oh, I lost prayer. He's had enough, Garrett. He had enough. Oh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
No, it's all good. We understand if you're getting a little bit bored, you got to spice things up a little bit and just kind of fake us out there a little bit. No, it's fine. And listen, if you get bored and you're just sick of the show, feel free to let us know and sign off in a complete storm off. We've never had a guest do that before, but we would welcome it with open arms. So, I mean, if anybody's getting really upset, definitely feel free to throw that out there. Yeah, especially in the middle of my own... speech right there eh? like, in, the middle, in the middle of your own segment just get yeah, so pissed with yourself segment, yeah. you log off and just peace i've had enough <laughs> keep them on their toes um but like i was saying before i just don't know if it's at that national interest compared to like hockey or like you know what 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 um you know our national interest is or it seems like we pop up every every couple of years right with the olympics right that's when like volleyball at least when i was growing up volleyball was like okay kind of main stage for a little bit during the Olympics, you know, everybody's kind of interested and then it dies off again and then nobody cares. So I think, uh, you know, maybe us as, as athletes can do a better job of, of trying to, I guess, develop interest for the next generation and then maybe take it into our own hands. And I think like, you know, not to gas you guys up too much, but you guys doing stuff like this is, 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 a, is a positive step forward. Well, don't feel like you need to be wary of gassing us up too much like that. Don't don't feel like you need to avoid that. As desperately. I mean, we we will welcome that. Even on the U Sports website I'm looking on, this is the league that you guys play in. Um, it's still a pretty weak website. They do do Athletes of the Week, though, Josh. And, I mean, they didn't pick the same people we did this week for volleyball. I mean, Brody Hofer from Trinity Western Men's Volleyball got the Player of the Week this week. How does that make you feel, Dylan, after an excellent performance <laughs> this weekend where your coaches praised your performance? You still can't win the U Sports Athlete of the Week. I mean, I think that one might be from a while ago because Trinity didn't play this weekend. But I, Yikes. So he was so good last weekend. He won it this yeah. week and didn't even play. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, not much you knew there. Kudos to him. I think he, he popped off last time he played. So, I mean, oh it, is God, it is absolutely right. They don't have one. That was from December. You are absolutely right. They have not updated that. Right. So they did players of the week once a month. Once a month, yeah. <laughs> they do it. <laughs> like, what are week. we doing here, volleyball? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. What are we going to do? It's, well, it says here, I, I don't know. This is just on our own page. But Canada West Volleyball chose Morty as the, as the player of the week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to Morty. Go Morty, King Morty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know how U Sports does their selections, but yeah, but they really don't know what they're talking about, though, because you said it yourself that the setter was your setter was the player of the week. So, like, what? And where's Lefty Barrows? Am I right? Exactly. Guys? Yeah, yeah. Grim's out here getting three digs a game. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's kind of a running joke we have. It's just you had a game where you had only three digs. Wow. Well, no, I don't see the thing is I don't think that's ever happened, but for some reason it's just a narrative that these guys just have produced. Well, we have to comb through the stats to see if yeah, you ever did. played a full match where uh, you only had three digs. We'll check it out. We'll <laughs> I'm sure we're over exaggerating a bit, but Josh, are you looking that up right now? Because I'm not sure we have the time. So just a, a comment about these websites, Garrett. I, I think sometimes it's a credit to these organizations, but it's also frustrating as a user to like how many clicks you have to get through to like find all this stuff. And and I realized when you said player of the year, you didn't declare men's or women's. So I'm actually trying to find the women's player of the year from 2015. And I can't find it because it's so many clicks on this freaking website that it's not that easy to get to. So I, and we're on a volleyball show, so I'm putting energy <laughs> into this. But if I was a casual fan, I'd be on a different page reading about something else or on TSN watching hockey highlights by now. Like it's it's pretty frustrating to find this information. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like, how the hell do we fix that? Like, because it can't be because there's no ads on these sites. So it's not like they're making money from them. No, it's purely like, but is there nobody who's interested in these things being good? Like, do, do we just not care? Like, to, to bring a lesson in from my, if volleyball taught me anything, it was that everyday greatness is really how you achieve great things in sport and life. That was a Marquise-ism and a John, my biological father, imprinted that on me. And like, so, you know, I take that every day into work and what I'm doing and even this show, like, well, no, I take a break for this show. So everyday greatness, except the hour that I record Sharp Cuts. But like, if, if we really want to celebrate excellence in volleyball, how are we not doing that in all aspects? You know what I mean? Like, these guys driving seven hours, how does that make sense? In the grand scheme of things, that's just an example. For sure. Can I ask you a question on that? Like, when you were playing in your own career, 
is, was it the same sentiment that you felt was like, you know, not necessarily getting the, the respect, I guess, from, from whether it be you sports as a whole or, or, or Oh, 100%. Yeah. I won, I went in 2010 and won the junior world championships and you know, it was, it was great. Every, we had fun. A lot of people seemed to care, but at the same time, it was like, how it's shocking to me how little of a deal it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I thought, Oh, this, this is the pinnacle. Like you're going to, you know, even Melissa and Sarah, uh, I got a great story about that. That's a great segue actually. Uh, Melissa and Sarah win the world championships of beach volleyball. They're Canadian yet. It doesn't feel like a big deal in our sport. Like, we don't celebrate them. Where's the articles? Where's the videos? Like Sarah Pavin has a YouTube channel where she reviews high Q videos. Like that's what she's doing. Cause that's more popular than what's actually going on in the sport. It's just, it's just wild. Yeah, and when I played U sport, we knew nobody cared. Like we knew nobody was watching mm-hmm. like, and, but I mean, nobody, I mean, there's a couple of people who I would say you guys probably have pretty good support compared to some other teams. Would you say? For sure. hundred percent. Like people come out to the games. Yeah. Like the, the, when I first, you know, transferred from SAS, I I played in a, like when I played in Lethbridge, I played Lethbridge college in the ACAC. We had awesome support, right? It's a small community. Right. Um, and kind of built from the ground up, like fans were, were packing the gym and I was a little bit worried. I was like, well, you know, universities, middle of nowhere SAS, right? Like there's, you know, there's no other universities around really that have, you know, volleyball program. When I first went there, the gym was packed, like open night, which is awesome. Because you think like, oh, like this is something to these people, right? Yeah. You feel like you're you're valued um, as a, as an athlete there. But you know, across the across the nation, I don't know if that's the same same kind of feeling that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and to uh, and Josh, you'll find this funny. I don't know if you knew this, but to revisit to the Melissa and Sarah thing before I forget, I did want to talk about this tonight because recently. There was an episode of a TV show that aired that featured our beach volleyball world champions. And I'm not sure when they recorded it, but I feel like it aired recently. And my mom recorded it and I watched it back. So Melissa and Sarah and Hernan and Paul Pavin, Hernan, so their dads were on an episode of Fridge Wars on CBC TV. So it's a show where the sh- they go in and steal stuff from your fridge and then they have to make a nice meal out of it. It's a chef competition show. So they were on the show and sitting down there eating the this chef prepared meal, like critiquing it and like talking about it. And they're like the beach volleyball world champions with their dads. I thought it was so hilarious. And you got to go check it out if you if you can't. Fridge Wars, epi- season one, episode six, Mel and Sarah are on it. Josh, have you seen slash heard of this? I have not heard of this, but now I'm you intrigued. need to quit your job immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the, like what? Now that we're promoting the show on our show, maybe we'll be on Fridge Wars. <laughs> yes. Hey, Fridge Wars. <laughs> if you're listening, Josh and I are available. <laughs> but it was hilarious because like, you, you know, they only get s- small clips. So like Mel dipped her salmon in chocolate sauce and ate it was like the big moment of the show and she loved it. And then that guy won. And cool. I was like, this is hilarious. Like this, but when does that ever happen with volleyball people? Basically never. So amazing to see that. Yeah, for sure. That's you got to check cool. it out, Josh. So you're saying we need more content, Garrett. That's what it really comes down to is we, is we need one more, more people to watch it. So then we can get paid for this. And then if we get paid for this, the more content we'll create. And then the more with these people become household names or you're right. The world champions are not known. Well, something's got to give, right? Like, do you think if, if these guys were stinking out the joint every night, that all those fans would come and watch them in Saskatchewan, like they're going to come watch a team who like, doesn't care, doesn't put their effort out, doesn't celebrate when they make big plays. Like, I don't even know you guys and I haven't even seen you play, but I figure that your home games are probably Pretty fun time. Yeah, for no? sure. I think it's. I think it's. You know, the atmosphere there is awesome. Um, like I said, I, it, Sask feels like a. Like Saskatoon's like a like a community, and I mean that not in the sense that like, what the pure definition is, but I mean like there's like a togetherness in the gym, which I think is so so important to have. And uh, yeah, I love it. I, I'm so. Like truly, I am proud to, to say I'm a Husky. So I think that's you know at the end of your well, career, I look back on that and I think I, I made the right decision uh, transferring over. 
Awesome. Well, Josh and I also have really positive experiences with the Huskies. Uh, we both coached our college team, George Brown Huskies as well. Uh, so we're all Huskies in a way. We're all I'm Huskies. curious, with such a nice environment, and Dylan, you're getting 29 kills, you're getting a lot of kills a game, your coaches are praising you. You've got to have a Rolodex of celebrations that you got you pull out in, in kills, like to keep people interested, right? Like, oh, it's kill 17, 18 for Dylan. Like, <laughs> kind of falling asleep here. We've seen this so many times. Like, tell me some of your, your celebrations that you pop out with, to keep things spicy. Uh, that's a good question. I've been I've been going with like the double arm flex lately. That's been a good one. Double arm um, flex, like overhead, like yeah, 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 just the whole Colgan kind of. Or oh, guess, like yeah. like just full on yeah. showing the gun. Just at our at our team though, right? You got to keep it respectful, of course. But well, you don't um, though. Like, <laughs> you actually don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean that I I I power tip a lot of balls like to score, and that's kind of also another running joke. So you I'm power tip? Just, yeah, yeah. So you basically throw it down. Throw it. Yeah. Exactly. And the guys get really ticked off because it's like, wow, it's not like that should be a carry or whatever. Like even my own so, team's like getting mad. So, but uh, so how often do you get called on lifts? Not off, like ever. So you're just you're just out there throwing it down. I'm throwing the ball the out there, yes. Dunking on people, basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. so you got to pull out some NBA celebrations at least. Like, if you do a really egregious one and the ref doesn't call it, like, you got to have something at the ready yeah. to just maybe. let everybody know. Like, maybe like a LeBron, like, you know, like that's a good one, you know, yeah. whatever, <laughs> or like just fly like an eagle around yeah. the outside or something. Like, we got to have something going on here. Just, just the gun show. You got to have at least something else. Yeah, oh, man. I, yeah, I got to, I got to beef it up. You're right. Maybe like you're just like, Pretend to go between the legs with a ball or something like that, or or something cool like that. Yeah, what did we have last week from Jasper, Josh? You had a few ones that you had recommended. I think he should do the antlers. Like I think there should be more <laughs> celebrations. And, and on the topic of Sully's Garrett, I think that now that we have like our listeners, these guys are attracting more and more listeners. I want to eliminate celebrating the quick hit to five celebration. And if we're gonna celebrate that play, Garrett, let's not give the middle any credit. I think we should go to the guy who passed the ball, and yes. he should get all the praise. Because I can't take another middle quick to five. I just can't take any more. No, what, what do you mean you can't take? <laughs> I can't take another quick hit five. You're taking my lines out of my mouth here, Josh. But I totally agree. Matt, okay, you pass a dime. They run a quick. The middle hits it to five. Classic. I mean, and everyone ignores it there. Yeah, yeah you I'm just stand there, in the middle of the court and they huddle around you. Yeah. Like, damn, I'm going to block her up. Or on those plays, nobody celebrates. You just like totally stoic, like nothing, yeah. nothing ever happened. Like, I don't there mind that too. too. Yeah, we need to spice up the celebration. You had another one, though, Josh, that was really stupid. The, like, sideburns and double finger guns? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, I like that. That'd be a good one for you, Prem. You got the facial hair for it. I might might throw that up there, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, What is the barrel celebrating where everyone's looking at the barrel? Like, maybe a huge dig or something? Yeah. Well, it gets three digs a game. We got to celebrate it. <laughs> if you're only getting three a game, you need a unique celly for it. Yeah, you got to make sure. Yeah. Exactly. During the play, too, like during the rally. Just you're not covering. You're, you're covering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you so, dive for a dig and you just do a few push-ups while you're down there. Yeah. Like, absolutely. We oh, need God, that. Like that. Yeah. We can incorporate that. You might see, see it. Watch for our next game. We'll see it up there. Yeah. We need a sequence, Josh, where we just celebrate the best celebrations of the week. But the problem is, is that the, se- the segment would be garbage because we'd have nothing to celebrate. There's only so many clips you could show of an outside getting a kill and then turning and yelling, let's go, and like doing yeah. like a little mini flex. Like it's been done, Gary. It's been if done. you took the celebrations from my career and just stacked them side by side, it would probably be like a movie, like an identical <laughs> clip of me doing the same thing every single time. Like I was incredibly boring. I needed yeah. to step my celebration game up. Yeah. I was too scared though. Yeah. Well, yeah, these days, I mean, a ref will call anything. You can't even, like, look at a guy yeah. the wrong way and, you know, things go south. So. What are they calling, though? Like, they give you a yellow card? I don't know. Probably. We've got, a, like, warnings or, like, yeah, I mean, we got a, you know, first half of the season, we got a guy who's, like, the nicest dude on our team. Like, literally straight edge, doesn't swear, doesn't curse, doesn't say anything. That's his problem right there. Got a red <laughs> card. <laughs> on the red card? It was on, and like no yeah. warning of the yellow. He just got a straight red for for rude rude conduct. It was pretty tough. What did he you do? What was the rude conduct? I don't even I don't even know what the trip was. He was just it was like a, I think the guy hit it with his wrist or something or whatever. And the guy says nice wrist ball or something like that. Like, nice some, hand contact. Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like it's not even a chirp. Yeah. And the ref was just like, yes, that guy's that guy's a bad person. We have to. We have to <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the referee was judging everybody's level, and then 
the increases they wanted to make sure they handled. So that guy's level was so low. He sent one chirp. It was like red card. Or like, nice or, wrist ball is not even a good chirp. It was. It could be the awkwardness of it, right? Like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. We got really <laughs> yeah. We're going to cut that out right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you should tell him that he got a red card for just an awful chirp. Not yeah. not misconduct. Like, <laughs> if I was a ref, I'd be giving that out for sure. Yeah. Let him know. You got to come up with a better chirp. Go take, you know, a little bit in the sin bin and come back and think of something else. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I think the refs are ruining this for us. I think we talked about in Anna Dunsoon's episode where we want the lines people to start waving the flags and doing the monster block. And like the refs should be craving those moments, too. They shouldn't be stopping these moments. Absolutely. The refs should be dancing in timeouts. (laughs) Refs are people, too, man. Yeah, like, I was watching the NFL this past weekend. I forget what it was. It was the wild card weekend. And um, no, it was the NBA. And they they cut from the timeout back to the ref doing a full-on dance number, like, <laughs> with the camera on him for the people in the audience. And I was like, that's what we need in volleyball. No Get those kidding. refs up on the stand doing some sort of dance move to keep things exciting, keep it loose, and humanize them a little bit. They're just robots up there, you know? I hear you. I hear you. Was Sean, was Sean a big celebrator back in the day? Like, did he, you know, that's what was it? No. no. Absolutely yeah. not. He, he and I were both the same celebration, just a yes yeah. fist bump. keep it moving but uh yeah we had a few crazy celebrators on our team like and not good ones though like if you're gonna go in for a celebration you got to have a little bit of thought behind it right not like slapping the floor is just such a weird one right like that's a bit of a freak out like you're slapping the floor like you need a good one we need a good one for dylan here if he's gonna keep getting all these kills like something unique to you Dylan. what are you busting out next next game what is somebody catching a shot of you and sending it to sharp cuts what are you doing oh uh, man i don't know i like the lebron one. i always like lebron so like maybe the, <laughs> the chest slap or yes. something like that that'd be pretty dope we need that tell sean yeah. coach sean that he needs to get one of the assistant coaches just on phone duty to say (laughs) sweet celebrations. Yeah. Cause you know, they're not really doing much else. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) That's, that's a bit harsh, but (laughs) yeah, LeBron. Okay. And what's the libero celebration? Like, cause oftentimes the liberos are like the, the, the loudest guy on the court, right? Yeah. Is that you? I don't know. I don't know. I like you you watch my, like, I think in, in truthfulness, like there's a couple clips where, I take my jumping pretty serious, so I'm trying to get as much air as I can. Like, oh, like know, when you the, jump, celebrate! You need to get yeah. up. Yeah, uh, so I try. I'm trying to get up. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Max for like, jump on those celebrations. I was just trying Absolutely. to point to Morty, like, ah, oh, you did it again. How about like a down and like bow, like? Are you getting a yellow card? I don't know if you'd get a yellow card. Probably not. If you like look to the other team while doing it, yeah, like fun stuff, not stuff that's like yeah. mean yeah. to the other team. No, like, I recommended last week a home plate slide across the logo on the center of the court, mm. but that one is a bit a bit in your face because the team's right there. But I mean, something like a I don't know a somersault or a cartwheel or something like there's nothing wrong with that, right? I think yeah. especially if you put like an umpire as like another guy on your team and like he's getting the safe call, like when another guy comes in there to slide, I think that, you know, then it's like, it's an act. It's not just like you're being weird. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Coordinated sellies. You need dedicated practice time to, to coordinate the team sellies for the inevitable wins that are going to be coming for this University of Saskatchewan team. I mean, and the celebration game will help you. We maybe need to get Sean McKay on here and Josh and I can give him a lecture on celebration etiquette. Yes, sir. I agree. Yeah. Actually, I like that one. Like, if, if somebody makes a big play, like, even, like, after the point's over, it's not the end of the game, just go to the bench and slide. Everyone's going safe on the bench. That'd be pretty sweet. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Or after you rip an ace, before, as you're going back to get the ball for the next one, you home plate slide. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Preserve. Or yeah. you all line up and libero home plate slides through everybody's legs. Yeah, that's a good that one. might be that might be the play. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. We're gonna yeah. implement this. I, you know, keep an eye out for it next time we play. We, I mean, the Huskies around Canada are renowned for their celebrations, <laughs> whatever team they're on. So we need to keep that spirit alive um, from all the hot team. That's a pretty common name, Huskies. So we need to keep keep the the legend growing. So this is how the show goes, boys. This is how it is. We we talk about stuff until we get to a time where 
I got to just say, hey, this is it. And I ask you, what would you think? Yeah, super. That was, great. That was super great. Yeah, I love, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, we left them speechless, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. great. Yeah, that was honestly like I love just like talking about volleyball and stuff. Like, not a lot of people like outside of like our team. No, just like even like the jargon that people use. Like, it, it, not a lot of people are are super privy to that. So I I think it's sweet that we can just come on here and and uh, mess mess around. Yeah, it's super fun. We yeah, anytime it. I can support Morty and uh, anything that he does. Yeah, I know Prim's got my back. So, <laughs> so when when. Morty goes around practice and asking guys for stuff. Is it basically like, drop what you're doing and help this guy? Yes, demonstrative. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> he's he's headhunting out there too. That's another thing. He's like trying oh, to yeah. kill people in the game. I'm what? Like, you got to relax, Morty. You know, that couldn't be me. You got to watch yeah. out for those dunks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Those absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to summarize, <laughs> we we got. Uh, Dylan to say that the OUA was garbage. Correct. Um, yeah. Check. We all kind of agree that volleyball has terrible websites. And Matt, we got you to say that you you're going to do a home plate slide through everybody's legs in celebration as part of your oh, team's sick. success. I mean, I got to think it's a successful episode, Josh. Yeah, he's got to tell us when it happens so we can look it up on Volumetrics. Or if these guys are going to go five sets all the time, Garrett, I think there's a certain point in the match that you're allowed to do like a hitting warm-up again. I think Matt should be hitting meter ball fatties in between the <laughs> changes just to like show people that he's not just a guy wearing a different colored shirt, Garrett. He's an athlete. Oh, but even awesome. if you're bad, even if you're terrible at meter balls, still do it. Yeah, still do it. You're right. I'm going to implement that. Yeah, like get out there and hit those meter balls high, hard, and deep to the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, get out there and represent. I mean, absolutely. Do they do that? Oh, like, you know what? I haven't been doing it this this full season so far, but I heap. High, high, and deep to the corner is where it's going. Next ball. Wait, yeah, you you'll haven't been doing it? Like you've been trying I to bounce? I have not. I have not. You know, I'm I'm pretty focused in on the game, but I mean, hey, I'm in my last year. I can give a, I can have a little fun myself. Absolutely. Too, right? So here's a next yeah. level meter ball warm up move: is tip it. <laughs> okay. Like warm up your tip yeah, yeah. in the, in the, in the warm up. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Now, I don't condone this behavior, but uh, one year at Nationals, Reed May, Garrett's uh, brother, was uh, oh, yeah. phasering balls at the DJ at McMaster during warm-up because he was <laughs> Libero. And, you, know, you know where the DJ uh, booth is up top, Garrett? He was trying to get up. Yeah, what an absolute clown for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, not doing well for the family name. <laughs> I, I hate that thing, though. Absolutely. I, I would be doing that, too, if I had a little bit more courage like he did. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Gary, just one more note for our listener who made it this far in the show. If they're wondering, hey, who was the women's player of the year in 2015? It was Yulia Pakomenenko from the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack. Congratulations, so it took Yulia. You, it took you the entire show yeah. to find that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it bothered you so much that you had to heads down, find this thing. And we are 58 minutes in. And I missed so many just jokes. discovered the women's player of the year from 2015. And by the way, speaking of legacy of our sport, Winnipeg Westman, they had a women's player win this award like eight out of 10 years at one point, Garrett. They must've just been a wagon of a team, like probably better than seven and one record, probably undefeated. Probably five and five. Probably. Yeah. I mean, when you got that kind of talent, you can only ever really be five out of five. That's just the <laughs> record of champions. I hear, I, I don't know for sure, but I got to think. Well, numbers don't lie, right? So are we going to finish? Are you guys going to finish for how is 50% in the league of four teams? How is five and five number one? Parody. Well, it's it's messed up because two games, like two teams have only played eight games. So we have like two games in hand or they have two games in hand. Um, so like, like I said, Winnipeg five and three, they could be seven and three next week with. Right. And then we could be five and five. Right. So okay. we're, we're basically just a week ahead of guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, so enjoy first place while it lasts. Yeah, like, let's yeah. let's yeah. go. Like, yeah. you got to live it up. Yeah, like, let's get the yeah. vote for the top 10 around Canada happening right now because yes. we need to capitalize on this moment. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Garrett, I'm not even joking. They play them four more times, so it all even out at the end, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
You play in the same team that. for more times? Like, we know that you are. Yeah, like, like, we're not doing this ever again. Not that I'll be ever allowed to play. Yeah. Let's not do this Prairie Conference stuff. Let's, yeah, uh, we play U of M four times and U of W four more times as well. Have you already played them? Yeah. Oh, yes. So how many total for the season? Well, if you count preseason, like... I don't. Okay, so (laughs) we've only played them twice. Okay, so you're playing these teams each six times. Yeah. So at at some point, it gets... Like, you play in that sixth match. Playoffs have already been decided pretty much. There's only four teams. And if they haven't, I mean, grid it out. Go for it. But you got to bring out some fun. Like, you're going to have all those supporters there at your home game. Like, you play in this team for the sixth time. Like, you got to bring out something interesting. Right? Yeah, on left side. Maybe that's maybe yeah. that's the move that night, you know? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Side, I support it. Like, fully. I'm ready for once in my life. <laughs> I support it fully. And, but you need to let somehow let everybody know because again, we also discussed that nobody knows who anybody is. Right. So when they see you at left side, everybody just assume, oh yeah, that's a left side guy. Yeah. He's not there. Before the game, I'll put the libero jersey on. They'll be all like, oh, that's the libero. And then I'll take the libero jersey off to reveal my normal jersey, like everybody else <laughs> and go to my left side position. You need um, to set that moment up and oh, get yeah. it on the Jumbotron or whatever. Cameras, yeah. The assistant coach in the huddle view is what we want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like and then but then get the spotlight. I don't know if you guys have that. Like, get the spotlight on you. Like, that is a moment that people would cheer for. Absolutely. Now, yes. if you have that moment and go out there and totally suck, that's tough. It's okay. It happens. Life, life goes on. I support <laughs> I it. I remember this in five years, like you said. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I support it fully. That's why you need to hit that high, hard, and deep in the meter ball warm-up is to get ready yeah, for it. Yeah. When you're on the outside there. Or just throw it into the first row of the stands so you're practicing <laughs> like the Dylan shot. Warm up, you're warming up the throw tip. Yeah, the and you're just way. throwing it into the stands. <laughs> Garrett, we got to do this. We can have like a school kids game. We can call it the splash zone. The first three rows on the opposite side of the net. And then Prim's just up there like chucking balls at them in warm up. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to the game and have a risk of it's the worst thing about watching volleyball is the risk that somebody pounds one off your face. And don't sit in the splash zone, baby. That's what we're all about. The splash zone. Hey kids, come down to the game and get hit in the face. <laughs> At least it's a throw. Like if somebody's pounding one off the face, like absolutely yeah. not. Another great move for the meter ball up, just bounce it under the net. Under the net, yes. I've seen that yeah. happen before. Yeah. yeah, nobody tell nobody knows. They just see the yeah. huge bounce because they weren't paying attention anyways. And they look yeah. back and they go, Whoa, that guy must have just bounced it. Yeah, you did. Is that the libero <laughs> who just bounced that ball? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I did I before we go, because we are winding down, I gotta bring something up. And I was I was holding on to it. What is with the headband game on your guys' team? Yeah, a bunch of bums. I know. I don't know. <laughs> what is with the headband situation? Uh, it can't yeah, be for sweat. It's <laughs> not for sweat. I'm just, just swagger, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, we've got, we've got a few dudes. Like, yeah, Benny and Sky and me and Jay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good look, Luke. It's a good look. Yeah, we, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's about as a good look as this bucket hat that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I never said it was a bad look. So I. So, hey, so if you agree. I feel great. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The boys have been flowing with the with the headbands, so we'll slowly get get one about a month. So maybe probably next. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. So Matt, you gotta like pull out the headband. I'll tell you, last yeah. game of the season, I'm wearing a headband. I'm playing left side. I'm throwing the ball and warm up, but we're doing it. <laughs> Amazing. I would watch that. I would watch that over really any other game in the league, pretty much. <laughs> we want exclusive content, so just pick your second assistant coach. We want, like, a from a bench point of view shot of this. Okay, yeah, we need, to, we need to get some coaches on here and really grill them to say, what is your, what is your third assistant actually do during a game? Nothing. Get them on social media duty to send us some great shots is what we need them to do. <laughs> Speaking of social media, we didn't say it all episode, Josh, and that's just bad hype of us. But you got to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're still watching, which nobody is. But if you are, subscribe. Hit that five stars on the podcast as well if you're listening. How do they do that, Josh? Like, I did it one time and I forget. Uh, It's through Apple only. So if you're listening on Spotify, thank you, or Google Play or whatever network you're listening to, thank you. But if you're an Apple listener, you just got to go to the show in your apps there and just click the five stars. It's not that hard, Garrett. In fact, I would, I would appreciate if our numbers just spiked after this. 
You know what, though? You don't have to be listening on iTunes to still go in five star there or hit us up with the subscribe button. Like you can still do that anyways. And we're going to put immense pressure on these two guys who are our guests on the show to do both of those things right now, boys. Like what the heck are you waiting for? It's been a blast. You're not going to subscribe? Brutal. Ratings are good, Garrett. I really appreciate the comments. I really like just scrolling through and having a good smile because somebody you know took the time to leave us a note. Well, I have one comment for you from last week then. Are you ready for it? Which one of our loyal listeners was it? Was it a new one? Oh, yes, yes. And he says, welcome back. I was worried about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you build up so much momentum and then you take like three and a half weeks off and post on a Wednesday when it's a Monday show. I think I misquoted that, but uh, it was I'm paraphrasing here. Well, thanks, Derek. Yeah, I appreciate it, Derek. Um, we are back. Oh, yeah. Finally back. I was getting worried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had somebody worry about us, Josh. That's got to be reassuring. Well, this is great, Garrett. I mean, it's good to expand to the SaaS community. Maybe Emily will come on the show next week and we could talk to the, you know. The... <laughs> <laughs> we can use these guys as a stepping stool to keep it going. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe my players of the week will come on the episode, too, and we'll really spike them up. <laughs> Wow, if we can get your players of the game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode, everybody. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Matt and Dylan, appreciate it. It's been a blast. Um, thank you all for listening. If you still are, you're probably not, but uh, we appreciate it. Um, and we will see you next time.